Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias a todos. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I always forget about yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. That's why it's on my calendar. <laughs> you put it on so, your calendar? Yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day. I I haven't pulled up what today is, though. Oh, what, you know the holidays. The holidays. Today. Well, today's my sister's birthday. Today's Taylor's birthday. It's also, I'm pretty sure it's Lucas Baker's birthday too. I think he shares a birthday with Taylor. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could there be wrong go. about that, but happy birthday to everybody that's having a birthday today. <clears throat> I will just pull out my. I think I have it pulled up still. Do we want to do our intro first before we do this? Oh yeah, yeah. While we're looking, what's today? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Monday the 13th of February, and uh, we're going to, we're going to get into some conversation here in just a minute. Uh, we're going to give you updates of things in Hector, Arkansas, and around the globe, and uh, so sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the conversation. Without right. further ado, let's, let's get, get this thing. thing. We are so glad that you joined us today. God wants to do so much in you and through you, and we would love to hear about it. Would you send us an email at shannon at hectorfirst.com or mckenzie at hectorfirst.com to tell us your story. You can also go online and give to this ministry by going to hectorfirst.com and clicking the Give tab. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the conversation. All right. We are back. <clears throat> I've got an itchy throat this morning. Today is February the 13th. Um, oh my goodness. This is going to be crazy. Are there lots of lots of good ones today? I don't even know. Good how holidays. This, I don't even know what this means. I'm going to leave that <laughs> one alone. <laughs> What's it say? Well... It's uh, it goes right along with uh, this is not that one. I'm gonna leave that one alone. It is uh, National Clean Out Your Computer Day. National mm -hmm. Clean Out Your Computer Day. You gotta have one of those. But this one goes right along with what's going to happen tomorrow. Today leads up to that. It is National Desperation Day. <laughs> <laughs> and national. it is National Dream Your Sweet Day. Dream your sweet. Yeah, the night before Valentine's Day is the best time to dream about your sweetheart. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, you know what my favorite holiday around Valentine's Day is? The fifteenth discounted candy day. I don't know if that's oh, really yeah. what it's called, but you got yeah, all you kinds get of all, your all kinds of chocolate. And it's discounted price because it's heart shaped. Yeah, that's a good day. There is it's a good day. There's some crazy. There is some crazy, crazy things. It's National Apology Day, <laughs> right before Valentine's National Day. Cheddar Day. <laughs> cheddar, like as in money, or cheese. cheddar as in cheese. Cheese. National Kiss Day. Um, International Natural Day. Natural Day. Yeah. Don't know. Ooh. It's inter It's National Get a Different Name Day. <laughs> Get a different name. Yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, that's all the that's all the crazy ones. There are some crazy ones on there. 
<laughs> there are some crazy ones on there. He he chose to keep a couple off. Um, so I uh, I know that it's a a popular thing to have like the boxes of chocolates. Um, I'm not a like not a fan of boxes of chocolates, but also I don't like like that I don't know which ones I'm going to get. Like Forrest Gump says, you never know which one you're going to get. So I like the a couple of the chocolates, but not all of them. Some of them are kind of kind of gross. So you're talking about the heart-shaped like boxes? Like the heart-shaped boxes. Yeah. Like the mystery chocolates. Yeah. It has the names, but it's still a mystery. <laughs> right. I mean, it's... You never the, know. And, and most of them's gross. Yeah. And like I mean, Okay, I like the... like the, I actually like the orange cream chocolate. Oh, that's the one I say. I don't you don't like, like that one? I kind of like that one. I think the only ones I like is caramel filled. I like the caramel. I like there's like some strawberry filled ones. I like those. I don't like the coconut ones. Oh, I, I like the coconut ones, but I orange, used to always is probably my least favorite. I like the orange ones. My dad used to get us boxes of chocolate for mouth. I mean, my sister, yeah. and we would I would always poke the hole, poke a hole in the bottom of them, figure out which one. My oh, mom yeah. would get mad at me. <laughs> She's like, "Who poked holes in these chocolates?" Uh, I used to get them for Susan, and then we would just we would just. Uh, hide the names and just go for just mystery. Get <laughs> mystery and most of them we'd just be one bite and put it back in the box put it back yep, yep. That, that's about how it goes yeah uh yeah i i, I don't I, I just there's too I love many chocolate there's too many good things out there to for me it I, there's just too many good things to waste my money on yeah. that i wonder where the box of chocolates came from like where did that originate oh i don't know saint valentine saint valentine yeah I have no idea. Santa Claus, probably. Santa Claus. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just a weird thing. Like, just a box of random chocolates. Yeah, I feel like that's the... Why is that the staple? I feel like that's a gift that... Uh, it's 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 like uh, no no thought behind it. It's just like one of those go-to. It's like getting underwear for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> oh. Just you didn't think enough about me. You just went. You yeah. just went by the grocery store and got me a box of chocolates that we don't even like. So, it's the shape of the box. Maybe that that's matters. what it is. The shape. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but you can get like specialized boxes of chocolates, like Reese's. There's a whole box of Reese's chocolates. And, oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe that would be better. Yeah, that would be better. Well, not I think for that me. would be better received. Yeah. Than the mystery candies that they don't sell any other time, but just Valentine's. Day. Just Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's the oddest thing. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the days of the, uh, those. Are, that's what's going on today. So you do have time. You still have time. Yep. Um, Go get some box, a box of chocolate. For we'll probably have them. At, if you live in Hector, then hey, we have options now. We do have we, options. We do. I mean, if you don't, if you don't want to go to Russellville or Dover or Atkins, uh, we've got a Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. And and then we have the Dollar General. I mean, we've got... So really, we have like two and a half options. <clears throat> yeah. We have Dollar General and then the half store. Yeah. Family Dollar, Dollar Tree. They do. You do. So there is no excuses now, guys. None. We're telling you right now to all of our four listeners... Yeah. That you better go out and get, get out, out there and get it. And if anyone's listening here and wants to buy me some chocolate, I'm just going to throw that out there that I will not turn down chocolate <laughs> for my secret admirers. <laughs> Pastor McKenzie likes chocolate. Just not peanut butter. Just not peanut butter into chocolate. Yes. You don't eat Reese's either, do you? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What is it you eat peanut butter in? Peanut butter and jelly. And then peanut peanut butter butter. chewies, like the cornflake candy. I like those, which is really weird because it's 
Yeah. Peanut butter. It's all right. Whatever. It's still, it's still good. But anyway, um, so let's hit, uh, today is going to be a beautiful day. It is. It feels good outside. Almost 70 degrees today. Tomorrow we have thunderstorms coming in. (laughs) Of course we do. I think all day. Okay. All day tomorrow. And then it's supposed to be nice again. So, um, Right now it's sun shining, and you want to uh, get outside and do something. Days like today will make mm-hmm. you either want to go fishing or work in the garden and get the garden ready. So you gonna do either one today? Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Neither I one. I am not. Uh, other things to do, but so last, last night. week. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> go ahead. Last night. No, I was gonna say last week. What what days was it where it rained just nonstop? Monday through Friday. Monday. <laughs> My yard I no idea. was like every time I stepped on it. Oh, it, um, <laughs> it was gross. It was it was bad. Everything we was had soggy. A lot of rain. I don't know how much we got, but we was we went, we had a lot of rain. Yeah, a lot of rain. Some one one game I went to. It might have been a Mountainburg. No, that was the only games last week. Maybe it wasn't a game. I went somewhere, and I had to almost reroute because there was water in the road. Mm. I don't remember where I was though. I have no idea. No idea. Not a clue. So. Anyways, I didn't mean anyways, to interrupt you. No. Uh, sports-wise, mm-hmm. Super Bowl was last night, which I did not watch a single thing about it. Uh, It was on in La Huerta's when we went to go eat, and we watched a little bit of it there. Yeah. I didn't know bit. the score. I didn't know who won until Ethan <laughs> called me last night about 10 o'clock. And uh, he was just excited. The Eagles lost. Was he? Yeah. Was he? So. I've heard that Dallas hates the Eagles. Yeah. Is that evidently? Okay, I didn't know. Evidently, I don't know much about. I don't either. Rivalries. Ethan or says the Cowboys don't like the Eagles, so okay. therefore he does not like the Eagles. Well, so there you have it. Anyway. We hate the Eagles. <laughs> so the Chiefs won. I think that's the third one in five years. Third appearance in five years. Third appearance. They in lost five years. to Tampa Bay, I think, a couple years ago. The Buccaneers. Okay, but they. They won. They beat the 49ers, I think, a couple okay. years ago. I did see that there that so the Super Bowl was in Arizona. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did see that uh, Arizona. Um, I don't know if it, it was in Phoenix. I guess so. I'm assuming the Phoenix city or the state or whoever had put a warning out for the Eagles fans uh, that not to destroy their city. Uh, because that's what they did to Philadelphia when they won when they won a Super Bowl. They tore down light poles and destroyed Philadelphia. It. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. So they told them don't climb on poles or tear down signs or stuff like. I mean, they just they put it out there and like we won't tolerate it or something. So wow. Oh. Well, they didn't have to worry about that. No, they did not. So I heard there was that it ended on a controversial call. Oh really? I don't know. It was like a holding call. I didn't watch any of it. I didn't care enough to go back and look, but <laughs> I just saw people <laughs> on Facebook so. talking about oh. Oh, you, yeah, the, you'll the hear anything on Facebook. Of NFL, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. So, anyway, that's our Super Bowl champs. Yeah. And then um, the Wildcats, the junior high seasons are over. Yep. Boys made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. They ended – the what? Did you go to that game? I did. I yeah. did. They ended the season conference runner-ups, so, like, for mm-hmm. the whole conference, and then district runner-ups in the champion – or the tournament, so – Great season they for had a good them. Good season. Yeah, they did. Had a good season. I was proud of them. Junior girls, they played hard. They did. They played against a really good Lavaca team, and I uh-huh. think Lavaca ended up winning the whole thing. And that was 
the best I've ever seen them play. Last time they played Lavaca, they got beat by a lot. But yeah. this time they played them really good. Uh, it was a good game. Played hard. So Good, good. And then senior high districts start tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Boys play tomorrow night. Girls play Thursday night. They Girls are in Mansfield. in Mansfield. Girls are already have the buy to regionals. Boys have to win. I thought one, but you said Coach Freeman said two this morning. Yeah. So um, That's, Unless I misunderstood. So I was heard, looking at so. the bracket. So what I'm thinking is they'll have to win tonight mm-hmm. or tomorrow night, and then they'll eat, they'll play Lavaca tomorrow or Thursday. And if they lose against Lavaca, they go to the third place game. And if they win, they'll go to the championship. So I'm thinking they'll have to win tonight, tomorrow night, and at then least the, get third place. Yeah, and at least get third place. I, okay. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. So and then regional tournament is in Hector. It is. Is in Hector. So we'll be. Uh, it's gonna uh, be a busy we'll be weekend. Hosting that. And when does that start? Do you know? Is it week after next? Week after next. Okay. Will it be? Um. Like a Friday and Saturday, or I think it'll probably be a a Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or okay. a a. It depends on how many teams and how they have it set up. Yeah. Um, district is a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. This week okay. is, and so it, it'll either be Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or like a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how they'll have it set up. Okay, so the girls automatically get a buy. Mm-hmm. Two yes. regionals. They they automatically go. They automatically go to the finals in the in the district tournament. No, they have to win one game to go to the finals. Okay. So they'll they'll play the winner of whoever's playing tonight on Thursday. Yeah. And then they have to beat that team yeah. to go to the finals. Yeah. Um. Uh, they play. They both play early games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to keep a lot of people from getting there. Yeah. Um. But it's good that they can play early and yeah. get back home. Yes. That's a long yes. way. So I yes. think, what would you say, the boys play at 4.30? 5.30, I think. 5.30 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the girls play at uh, about the same time, I, I think. think so. It's oh. either that or it's at 7. But I think it's, let me look. So we have uh, we have quite a few uh, boys and girls that are playing on those teams. Oh, the girls play at 4. 4? Mm-hmm. I thought one of them was early. Um, anyway, they have... Uh, They have um, a good chance. Uh, the girls have a good chance. Uh, I think it's what I was saying. Yeah, have a good chance of going going pretty far. Um, I was looking at it. They have um, a pretty n- not easy but easier regional setup than uh, some other 2A. So a um, regional tournament will be uh, – so what, how many regions are in the, in the state – in two way, I think there are four. Okay, mm, more than that. More than that. Mm-hmm. So they break down, and whoever's in your area. Yeah, kind of. So um, all of two A is broken down into like conferences. Our own conference, we're like two A, four, the four, whatever it is. So is there a chance we'll play somebody in our own conference? There is. There's a really good chance that we'll play Mansfield in the regional championship again. That's that's my that's kind of my prediction yeah given who all is going to be in the regional tournament but i and, could and be very Mansfield, wrong about that at, when we played them here they were they were ranked higher than we were yes and then we beat them and so then we flipped yes we beat rankings. them for the so the we technically the girls technically ended the conference co-champs with with uh, mansfield because 
the, have the same record. Okay. We beat them, they beat us. Yeah. But because we beat them by more than they beat us, we have the one seed going into district tournament. Okay. So. And all I, right. I thought that would make us like all out conference champs, but apparently it does not. So I don't know. Okay. There's been cool. a little bit of a controversy yeah. there. Yeah. Well, anyway. So that's the world of sports <laughs> in uh, Hector, uh, in the in the area, and uh, I know oh, Dover plays. Dover girls play this week too. Okay. In their district, uh, they have a tough district. Where's their district at? Mm, I don't remember. I want to say Perryville. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Okay. But anyway, they're good too. They just they have a they have a really tough tough district. They'll have a yeah. hard time. So, anyways, anyway, um, we had a great day yesterday. Uh, great service yesterday. We morning. did. We did great service. Um, if you weren't able to be at church yesterday, you missed it. If you watched online, uh, you got to experience a little bit of it. But uh, it wasn't the same, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, things are going good. Things are going great here at HFA. Um, if you're listening, you don't have a home church, we'd love to have you. Um, God's doing some great things in lives, in yeah. lives. Yesterday yeah. morning was just uh, was just an amazing service. Um, there's a change that's happening, uh, a change in, in the air. Uh, people's lives are being changed, and I'm not, you know, that's not that can be so cliche to say is just well, God's doing some good things. Yeah. It's but it's. It's evident. There, oh yeah. There's, yeah, for sure. There is a there is a change that's mm-hmm. happening. So uh, we want to invite you to come and uh, be a part. If you don't have a home church, but if you do have a home church, be faithful. Yeah. Be faithful to your church. Um, but uh, yeah, yesterday was a great day. Last night was was good. Yeah. I really enjoyed last night. I did too. I did too. It was uh, it was good to hear some of the others. Um, some of the uh, others in the church that uh, we talked about transformation. We, but we, it was more of a testimony type, yeah, um, service, and uh, it was good. It was really, really good. Um, it ministered to me a lot. It did. I, I enjoyed me, so. it. It was really cool. Uh, anyway. What else? You got anything else before I, I, I have us a topic we need to we need to We're gonna tackle a topic. We're gonna tackle mm. a topic today. I don't think I have anything else. Nothing else. Nothing else. All right. Then I am going to get this pulled up right here. <clears throat> All right, so I was reading a an article uh last week. Um in this article, it's uh, it's articles is uh, published by Carrie Newhoff, uh, and uh, the question was posed: How do you get people to follow when you don't know where you're going? Ooh. How do you get people to follow when you don't know where you're going? Uh, I'm gonna read the first part of it, and okay. uh, and then we're just gonna we're gonna talk about um, some of the things that he's highlighted, but. Um, he said, how do you get people to follow when you don't know where you're going? This is, that's kind of the new leadership paradigm or paradigm that is, that we're in as a pace, as the pace of change accelerates and the chaos continues, 
it's hard to know what tomorrow holds, let alone the future. Sure, that's always been true, but it's never been as true as it is right now. Heading into another year of chaos, confusion, division, and uncertainty, it's exceedingly hard to know where you're going as a leader or an organization when, you, when so much is beyond your control. So, how do you get people to follow you in your context? Increasingly, talking about vision can feel like what you're, what you're really saying is follow me. I don't know where I'm going. What can help when you don't know where you're going? Here are five things. Did mm-hmm. you understand that last part? Say that one more time. Say the last <clears throat> part one more time. Um, increasingly, talking about vision can feel like what you're really trying to say is follow me. I don't know where I'm going. When a leader talks about vision, huh. what it's really meaning or what you're really saying is follow me. I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know where I'm going. Interesting. I had to read it three or four times. Yeah. That's why it's that's why I puzzled at this. Yeah. That's but, <clears throat> that sounds backwards to me. It does. It does. To me, if you have a vision and you're talking about a vision, you have something you're striving for. Yes. But what he goes on to say in the article is this, that many people use that, or leaders or pastors use that vernacular, mm-hmm. the the word vision, as just a, it's kind of like a cliche. Mm-hmm. It's something you just say and you think people will catch on to that. Okay. And it's just you it's just like a word filler. Yeah. You're, you're that makes saying sense. things but you're not doing anything. Yeah. So we I want to just I'm not going to read anything that I'm we're just going to talk about the five things that he talks about. Okay. He says here are five things. What can what can help when you don't know where you're going? Because it it, it has been crazy. You know, when when you when you think about COVID and you think about shutting down, you're online and you're offline and you're back online and then you've got sick people and you I mean, you've got all this change that's happening in our world. Um it can it has it I mean, it has been it's been hard to as a leader mm-hmm. to have a defined vision or a divine defined goal in mind yeah. when the world is changing so much. I mean, we we've done we've done connect groups different ways, and well, we finally figured out what works best for us. But yeah. um, you know, for the for, from our standpoint here at HFA, it is um, I don't think this applies to us because I think we are all on the same page. We're mm-hmm. moving in the right direction. Right. But this puzzled me because it's not just it's not just. Um, I look at it as this way. It's not just for the church. It's for um, any leader. Yeah. Even 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 a parent in a home. Yeah. Uh, because these things, the first thing is is maintain a non anxious present presence. Hmm. Because if you're if if you're the leader, and you are anxious or you're worried all the time, yeah, you can't effectively lead. Yeah. And and and, and that in turn shows those that are that are following you. That you don't 
trust or you don't have faith enough to to lead. So yeah. how can you not lead effectively if you you know how can you yeah. you, you don't know where you're going right in mm. in a sense does that yeah, make sense that does make what sense. Do you, what do you think about that? Maintain a non anxious presence. Because that, I mean, I mean, I think that's true. That's that's something I struggle with personally. Just not, not the anxious part. But I'm a I'm a worrier in in the sense that I like to be prepared for any, any case scenario. And yeah. I've always said that's one of my biggest weaknesses. But it's also one of my biggest strengths. Like I, when I'm planning something, I don't necessarily plan for the worst case scenario. But I know what it could be, and I know how I can fix it. You know what I'm right, saying? Like right. I, I'm prepared, and I have to be careful with that mindset because it can cause me to be be anxious like in my in my own flesh my own tendencies i'm a very anxious person Mm -hmm. like i i anxiety is something i have very much struggled with and so i have to be very i i I see what that what that is because i have to be very cautious like conscience conscience yeah you know the word yes that you say it fast (laughs) that's right nobody knows uh of of my mindset and how i'm leading with that that i don't let anxiety yeah that I'm not leading from a place of anxiety, right. that I'm leading from a place of, okay, I'm prepared and I'm using my person, this yeah. part of my personality as a strength. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't ever really thought of it like that. I kind of, I like that of not, not yeah. leading with an anxious. I, I said I wasn't going to say anything, but I forgot that he wrote this. He said that as in the world that is in a world that's become, increasingly unhinged Mm -hmm. people are looking for leaders who are for the lack of better for the lack of a better term hinged Mm. they want to know you're connected yeah they want to know that you got it together yeah and when they know that you've got it together then there's that that brings that non-anxiousness into the room right yeah and uh God will use. He uses our presence. Yes, as a scale for those around us. Right. I mean, if you walk into a room and there are people that are afraid, if you, I don't know. I mean, if you even if you just even if you have a kid, uh, you know, kids in the home, um, and they're scared of the dark. Yeah. If you're scared of the dark, I mean, there's chaos. Yeah. But if you're not scared and you walk in the room, they're looking at you and they say, "Man, my dad or my mom, they they've got it together. They're they're strong. They're fate. They're you know they're they're they don't they don't they're not fearful, right? And so it creates this non anxious environment that um, that people are looking for. Yeah, and that's how you know. Anyway, anything else to add to that? Nope. Man, it, it's so it's so good. This whole article. <clears throat> uh, number two is ask yourself. Is it helpful? It says that I'm not arguing you should be inauthentic. Ask yourself, is it helpful? Hmm. Um, Is it helpful that you share what you're feeling? If you or others can't answer that with a yes, process that privately. Mm. Ooh, say that again. That's good. That, just that last part. It is it helpful that you share what you're feeling? If you or others can't sh- answer that with a yes, process it privately. 
I like that. That's good. <clears throat> is this helpful? If you can't say yes, then you need to keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think a lot of times, I'm thinking from a, a preacher standpoint, pastor yeah. standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times <clears throat> pastors can get in trouble because they they share from a place of like current struggle. Yeah. And um, that could be dangerous when you were, when you were speaking like, cause there's a difference between like sin struggle and like a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like my dad this weekend preached about what's going on, like talked about mm-hmm. preached from a place of his struggle with, yeah. with his diagnosis and, and stuff like that. Like there's a difference between sharing from that struggle and sharing from like if a pastor got up and was like, I'm battling with this deep, <laughs> deep yeah, sin. I'm you know what I'm saying? Pornography. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, alcohol or. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that there's a there is a fine line between sharing like being transparent from a from the pulpit from a point of like I'm being transparent and telling you my story and here's how I got through it and here's hope and here's scripture to back up yeah. how God brought me through this and then there's a difference between sharing like I'm struggling with this currently and I'm almost out of guilt out of guilt yeah. and like I don't know so I I yeah. like that <clears throat> I like that yeah the way that's worded there so how do you get people to follow you when you don't know where you're going? We said number one was maintain a non-anxious presence. Number two is ask yourself, is this helpful? And if you can't answer yes to that, be quiet. Yeah. Okay. Number three is create space to reflect, think, and strategize. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard sometimes. Yeah. When you always have, I mean, it's like this morning, we've had several interruptions. We've had to pause yeah. uh, several times. My phone's ringing, <laughs> nice. uh, text messages. Um, so there's, sometimes that's hard. And yeah. sometimes I have to, I just have to get away and I have to turn my phone off. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm up here on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, we try to take off Friday and Saturday and Fridays. Sometimes I'm up here on Fridays um, because some there's always something pulling pulling you and um but create a space yeah in order for in order for you or a leader if you're a leader of your home if you if you lead a church um or you're a you're a leader at at your job or whatever you we're talking about if you how can you lead if you don't know where you're going right the way one of the ways you find out where you're going or knowing is being alone yeah getting alone with god yes for sure uh take time to reflect take time to to plan and strategize how can i be different how can i fix this how can i do this in order to get this or you know it's um you can't uh you can't get clarity on what you need on what you need to do to make progress when running a hundred miles an hour. So true. You can't. Doing things that aren't helping you make that progress. Doing things at a hundred miles an hour, you can't focus. Right. You can't. Right. It's like you just think of yourself sitting in the car and you're going a hundred miles an hour down the road and you miss things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go sightseeing um, driving 100 miles an hour. Right. You just you've got to focus on what's in front of you, and mm-hmm. you can't see uh, the people that are beside you. Mm. 
That's so true. The ones that you're passing, that are those that are hurting you. Yeah. Um, you've got to, uh, I think there's a saying, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Um, I try to tell Susan that's why I drive slow, but she <laughs> don't like that. But um, he does drive. But slow. we can we can get caught up in the in the in the busyness of life. Yeah. And it's easy to lose focus. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you you have you have a youth group of what 30, 30 kids or forty kids, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. If it's it's easy to lose focus when you get busy doing other things. Yeah. I mean, you, you, if you don't take time to, to prepare yeah. because their life is in the balance, yeah. it's a big responsibility. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. It's a big For responsibility. Sure. Okay. Um, number four, and I love this one, be honest about what isn't clear. Mm. Be honest about what isn't clear. We talk, and I think that goes back about being transparent. In the world that we're in right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went out to my grandparents this morning, and, and they wanted to talk about the spy, the balloons. Yeah. Whether they're spy balloons or not, I don't know. I haven't watched any of it, but they said there was another one down. Mm. That they shot another one down. Um, I, I, you know, I don't have the answers to everything. But I have the answer to one thing. Yeah. And that's where we're going to spend eternity. Mm. Yeah. And it's okay to be honest about what isn't clear. Yeah. If you don't understand it, you just don't understand it. Right. If you don't have an answer, be honest. I just don't know. I just don't know. That's so true. It's better to lead honest than be honest than to lead someone astray. Yes. Give them something wrong. Yeah. Because things are changing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I talked about last night <clears throat> about I, I'm, I'm reading a lot. And I, I'm reading a lot not just for, I'm not reading just to see if I can read the most books or, I mean, I don't, I'm not even comp- competition with anybody. Yeah. But within myself, I am, it's, I want to know more. Yeah. And I want to be able to understand more. Yeah. And. I'm not, it's not, I wish it happened like osmosis, you know, where you, I don't even remember what osmosis is, but I'm just, anyway, like it's where it's absorbed. I wish I could put the Bible on my head and it just all just right. filtrate right into my, into my brain, but yeah. it doesn't work like that. And, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I read a lot of books, but if an answer, if a question comes up, then I want to be I want to be ready. Yeah. I, I feel like I have to be ready to defend my faith. Right. To um to defend the gospel, to preach the gospel yeah. with clarity, um, scripturally, mm-hmm. biblically sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. And that's that's me. A leader, um you will if you're if you're a leader, if you are if you're a leader and you're not doing what you're supposed to do to be prepared to lead the group of people that are around you, whether it's in a church or in a home yeah. or at job. If you're not continually preparing yourself, you can only lead so far. Oh yeah, yeah. You can, there's a limit on that. Yeah. 
And if you continue to lead past that limit, it's destroying not just it's destroying relationships. It's yeah. destroying lives. And it's a big responsibility for sure to lead. For sure. So I you know, you ha- you have to know what you have to get to the point where you ha- where you know where you're going. Yeah. There's no I mean, you can't just continue to put, you know, make excuses. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So was you fixing to say something? No, no. I I like that you got some good stuff. Good it stuff. says most people will trust you more when you're honest with them about what you don't know. Oh, for sure. And there's a lot that we don't know right now. Mm-hmm. Number five. And the last one. Focus on what is clear. Mm. Man, that's so true. I like that. Focus I, on what is clear. I think a lot of times, especially in today's day and age, we get a lot of focus on the uncertainty. Like I'm thinking of during COVID, everybody was talking about this is unprecedented times. And that word was used so, so often. Right. Um, because it was. It like, was. No, nobody had been through and what, like what was happening in the world at that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And we got really caught up. I think it was easy for people to get caught up in the uncertainty. And like, yeah. uh, this is, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the safety. We don't know blah, 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 blah. But also in the midst, you can't lose sight of what you know to be true. And exactly. who God is and the certainty of his character and who, mm-hmm. what the word of God says. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think that when you're trying to stay relevant, which there's an aspect of, reaching people that you got to have some relevancy and i'm not talking sure. about conforming but right, also right, right just hitting on current events yeah. you know you have to but also in the process of doing that you got to maintain the certainty of the word of god exactly. and you can't lose you can't let the uncertainty outweigh in your exactly approach the certainty of who god is yeah there's mission is always clear yeah yeah mission should always be clear yes and if mission is clear then people will follow. Oh, for sure. For sure. If you can define the mission, Mm -hmm. if you can believe the mission, if you can live the mission Mm -hmm. in front of people, they're going to follow you. For sure. That's good. They're going to follow you. So true. It goes with the church. It goes with their home. It goes with your job. Mm-hmm. If you if you are a production manager on a line, or if you have your own business, if you have if the mission is clear, we need to make so many sales. We need to produce so many products. Mm-hmm. If you have that mission in front of them, in front of your your people, if it's your home, and if it's if uh, you know we're going to do a devotion every day. Uh, for a month, then there's a goal. There is a mission. There is a there is something to accomplish, and um, they're going to they're going to follow you. They're yep. going to be people. Um, that's why they're with you. Yeah, that's why they're with you. That's why they're following you. It can be you can live in the sea of uncertainty, mm-hmm. but if the mission is real, mm. they will follow. That's so true. They'll follow. That's so true. So. Uh, focusing, yeah. staying focused on the mission is, is key. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, the prayer each week, you know, when we dismiss, 
I mean, people have, it's been three years, a little over three years that people have, they've heard me say that. Yeah. You go nowhere by accident. And the craziness that, that, that people talk about that. Yeah. Um, or be the one, um, that, that prayer, you know, you go nowhere by accident, wherever you, God's got something to get to you, to get yeah. through you, all that, that they've got that. They've, they've caught it. They, they believe it. And, yeah. um, because it's not just, it's not about us. Yeah. It's not about us. It's not about what happens within our church buildings, but it's what happens outside of this church, um, in our community, in yeah. our families. Mm-hmm. And there are no such things as accidents yeah. or um, or coincidences. Right. You are you are a child of God. You have been appointed. You have been guided. You have been you have been sent because yes. you have something to give yes, to somebody. Sure. And um, leading a group, it's a heavy heavy burden, but it's also one of the most rewarding things I have ever done yeah. that I've ever been a oh, part for sure. of. Yeah. And uh to see people catch it mm-hmm. and to watch it. Everything that we've said that we knew that we could see this coming. Yeah. And what it's doing right now, it is it's 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 so good. Yeah. It's so good to see people catch the vision or catch the mission, understand that it's not about us. It's about loving our community. Mm-hmm. It's loving those around us and that important that's important for all of us to see and to yeah. pay attention. For sure. Too. So, um, how do you lead when you don't know where you're going? Do you lead when you don't know where you're going? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, there's some things that you could take and um, hopefully you can apply it to yourself and in, in your in your circle of life mm-hmm. and, and grow from that. Um, but, you know, that's applicable to everybody. That's right there. Yeah. It is. It's not just for pastors and right. churches. It's for, it's for everybody. We all have, we all have a task. We yeah. all have a mission, um, in our life and, uh, tell the story, tell the story, how you got to where you are and, um, what God's done for you and through you. Yeah. Um, uh, cause I believe that, that he's got something for you to get through to you, get through you for somebody else. Yes, Somebody's for sure. waiting. Somebody is waiting on yep. you. So, Amen. Um, that's all I got today. Do um, you have anything? No? That's good. I like that. I love all of Newhoff's, Carrie Newhoff stuff. And that's a very thought-provoking yes. article. Makes you think. Oh, yeah. He's Makes got you reevaluate. Some, he's got some good articles yeah. that just came out. A lot of them, you know, just a lot of them will deal with just pastors and, and the church. But uh, some of them are very applicable for everybody. Yeah. And... Um, Anyway, that's good stuff. If you are a leader, if you're a pastor, if you, um, well, he has he has a podcast. It's kerryneuhoff.com, Kerry uh, Newhoff Leadership, I think, podcast. I think it's what it's called. But uh, very, very good stuff, very good stuff. And uh, I try to listen to all of his stuff. But he puts out so much content. He puts out a lot of content. And... Uh, uh, but it's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And uh, you won't be disappointed. He's got some books out. And, um, and you know, I've never met him. Uh, I'm just a wee little man. <laughs> um, but um, he's he's a good author, a great uh, leader, 
and uh, he's got some good stuff out there. So check him out if you have time, if you're interested in that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all I got today. Uh, we hope and pray that you have a great, a great week and uh, believing for great things. Uh, pray for our kids. We have a lot that's sick this week. Yeah. Uh, some that are facing some things uh, they need uh, they need a touch from the Lord. So keep our family, keep our community in your prayers, and uh, we'll be praying for you. And uh, we hope you have a great day, great yeah. week. We love you guys. Love you. Catch have you on the flippity day. flip. Catch you outside. Tell somebody about Jesus. Yeah. We love you. Bye.